This is Reset and can be found at mccabe.io. I'll be talking about anything that plugs in or takes batteries, mostly home automation, networking, home storage, and I'll be bringing some friends along. Reset was inspired by a bent paperclip that's sat on my desk for years. It reminds me that no matter how much we mess something up, there's usually a reset button. Let's get started. Welcome back to Reset, everybody. I'm your host, David McCabe. Follow me on Twitter at McCabeIO. And of course, you know that YouTube channel that I cannot stop talking about. YouTube.com slash David McCabe. Well, as you know, Microsoft has had their, I don't know what you want to call it, a spring event. It was their .edu event. I said hashtag edu event. And there was a lot of windows and there was a little bit of surface. So... I can't talk about Surface without getting the band back together. So I called the other two band members. You know those two. The Surface Geeks. John Wyskowski, Mr. Darren Cohen. Now, John was a ready, able, and willing. He was chomping at the bit, guys. Darren, he threw us under the bus for a hockey match. Which, okay. To all you sport guys and all you hockey people, yeah, you're nodding your head. You're like, that's that's cool. He, you know, he's staying true to the sport. But me and John were like, oh, you're dissing me. I was really surprised by Darren. I was really excited to have him here with us. But I am here. Uh, it, it it always takes a surface event to bring us back together. It does. Here we it, are. We were we were actually lighting up the, the our chat channel. We were just uh-huh. chat chat chat, and we haven't done that in quite a while. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. So, uh, Mr. John Wiskowski, you can find him. What? What's your Twitter at? J. What is it, John? <laughs> at J. Wiskowski. That's right. Well, Which I'll we put it in the show out. notes. Yeah. If you've listened to Surface Geeks, he was you're, you. You were on practically all of them, so you are a Surface Geek, true-blooded Surface Geek. Darren, I don't know. We can talk bad about him since he's not here, but. Yep. Out of all three of us, he's the one that ordered the Surface laptop. <laughs> yeah. He very, ordered it. Very odd. <laughs> yeah, and you and I didn't pre-order it. I, I told everybody on Twitter, I'm broke. I can't afford it. Even at nine ninety nine, which I say that in jest, it's still a little expensive. Uh, mm-hmm. I did not order that. So, unlike other podcasts, you, most shows, John, are going to take the, the EDU event and go through it and and break it down and talk about it. And I'm thinking, the heck with that. I got a piece of cake in front of me. I'm eating the freaking cake. We're going right to Surface Laptop. Now, we, both, we, we all knew, right, there was going to be some type of hardware at the event. Panos was there, right? Yep. The unfortunate thing, which... Actually, I was kind of upset about is the hardware was leaked the night before. Did you did you see those leaks? I didn't see them till the same day, so I must have missed them overnight, but I did see them earlier in the morning. Okay. I was disappointed. I I tweeted as such. I felt bad for the Microsoft folks. They never acknowledged anything, right? Which was a good thing. They didn't even pull that uh Steve Jobs, you know, stop me if you've heard about this before, you know, thing that he did. I think that was iPhone 4, right? Yep. And it leaked, which there there wasn't a... The physical images leaked. There was still a lot to be known, which I was very happy about. We didn't know what it was. We didn't know what it was called. We didn't know how much it was going to cost. So that was a good thing. So there were still a lot of energy pent up into this event and which made me want to watch it live. And I did, I was able to schedule that, watch it live. And they, they did start with windows 10 and education and people on stage and talking this and talking that and windows Intune and all this stuff. And then finally they brought out panels, which that's, that's why I bought the ticket, John, honestly. (laughs) And he showed us, 
I need to get my notes out is what I need to do. He showed us Windows laptop. Now, let me find my notes. I, did, I, pu- I published these, actually, online in the homeservershow.com forums, soon to be resetforums.com. Nice. Let me find those notes. What did you think well, about the lead-up, John? So, I didn't get a good look at the leaked images. So, to me, I didn't know what I was looking at. Like, to me, the product that was announced was still surprising and interesting. So, I, I don't feel bad about that. Um, I was more interested in Windows 10 S because it was first supposed to be Windows 10 Cloud, right, is what we thought we were going to get. And I think we can talk more about the software either later or on another episode. Sure. But, um I love, um, I think it was Neelai Patel's tweet that everyone wanted a MacBook Air with a Retina display. Microsoft just made one. <laughs> and it, it sounds crazy, but right? I mean, everyone, that's all people have wanted for, what, the last two or three years? They like the MacBook Air type form factor, which, of course, you know, the HP NVs and, like, the Dell XPSs are kind of, you know, that same shape and size, like a thin and light Ultrabook. And uh, they wanted one with a good screen. And Apple, you know, for 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 certain people, just did not kind of do that. You know, this last refresh last fall, uh, and they wanted something like this: a sub three pound laptop with a great screen, uh, with the right selection of ports. You know, that you could expand it if if you needed to, and that's what Microsoft did. Plus, it looks just amazing, right? I mean, I, I don't think I heard anyone say that they don't like the way that it looks. It's arguably one of the most beautiful laptops ever made, and apparently it even feels better in hand than it even looks. So, You're right. 2.76 pounds um, as a smooth opening lid, which they demonstrated. And Very cool. <clears throat> I was, you know, you and I have owned our share of laptops, and honestly, we've owned our share of MacBooks, and I think we've played on both sides of the street. I was very, very, like, in intently watching the the different things he was doing like opening and closing and, and all of that stuff and I was just pounding taking notes like crazy I was pounding the keyboard my thoughts were just they were coming at me way faster than panels could get the information out it was uh it was it was a great presentation by him though so the colors uh burgundy which seems to be everyone's favorite I don't know why but uh was there a blue, a cobalt blue? Mm-hmm. That's my favorite. Help me out. Was there platinum? A, a what? Platinum. Platinum, which is silver. Yeah, right. and I think they call it graphite gold. Graphite Cause it, gold. Because it's not gold. It's not like an apple gold, right? It's right. A darker, grayer gold, I guess. It's a grayer gold. Yeah. 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 I guess, but. The, they all look great. They all do look great. And yeah. to me, the um, the burgundy looks it looks better in the renders and in the press releases than it did live uh, yep. with panels. I think that's why I didn't get the whole burgundy thing. But I, then again, I look back at the presentation materials. I'm like, oh, the burgundy looks good. Mm-hmm. I would probably settle for the platinum or the uh, the graphite gold, honestly. Wow. I don't know. I'm just. I'm... Yeah, I, I, I want to see them in person, but I also noticed when you see them lined up together, it's when you can really find the one that you like. Like I watch videos where they show the table where they had all four. Yes. And I think when you can see them like that, then you get a kind of a sense for what the, the base color is in all of them and then how they kind of vary from there. When you just see the burgundy, I think it looks more red than it does when it's with the others, if that makes right. any sense. So, I agree. Yeah. I agree. So 3-2 aspect ratio, 13.5-inch pixel sense display, which is the predecessor name of Surface. So it's keeping true to the Surface name. It is Surface Laptop. Through the whole presentation, I kept thinking, this is the Mary Jo laptop. I'm sure there was a, a code name in there somewhere, the MJF. And then... I was a little disappointed to see her first, when she was first questioned about it, her the lapability factor, she kind of didn't approve of. And that's what's nope. kind of bringing me to the next spot, is 
we've had Surface Book, and it has obviously had its issues with, I'm not saying issues per se, but in lapability, there it's a certain top heaviness. It's it's harder than most, I would say, laptops to 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 work on in the lap, if especially if you're going to be poking at it. So I thought this one would come back to the point where laptops were perfect, and it would be just that perfect balance. I thought there would be a little better balance to it, honestly. She didn't like it, John. No, um, apparently um, it just didn't kind of sit flat. She felt she had to use her palms to hold down the palm rest, and she compared it to her HP Envy, uh, or maybe Spectre. Sorry if I have that wrong. Probably was probably a Spectre, where she doesn't have to do that, right? You just open it up, the bottom stays on your lap. And I'm surprised because the screen is so thin, which we'll talk about later because there was something I completely missed, and it was because the screen was so thin. Um, so you would think that there would be enough weight because the bottom towards the back is is pretty thick compared to the rest of the device, right? Right. But I wonder if there's too much weight in that center, you know, and that's what's causing it. Like, if you hold it in your hands, it probably feels fine when it's closed, but when you go to open it, it's probably just it's, she made it sound like it was just too too weighted towards the back of the device, and then you know the screen only opens so much. It's not a 180 is it what is that 180 degrees right if it opened flat. Um, so I don't know if that's part of it. Like maybe if the screen went back further, would that help? But um, of course, I think like uh, others have said, you just you have to try it yourself. Depends on your lap and your thighs and uh, where you te- t- you know where you typically have the, the laptop. I mean, it, it's a shame if it's true, but I guess we'll have to wait and see. Yeah, and I think I think because it is a touch device, people automatically think that you should be able to flatten it. Yep. Or or tent it, mm-hmm. meaning you know having it on the V on the desk where you can tap at it, and I think that's a little bit unfair to the device because me too. It, it's supposed to be a laptop first, right? I mean, right. it's a Windows laptop, and when the laptops that I own and I use, and especially prior to touch, I've never I never felt the need you know to have a flattened device or. Sometimes you might want an extra two degrees, you know, open, depending on your situation. But it's never something that you cannot overcome. Yep. I think that was a little unfair. Yeah, the only thing I, and you know, you and I made a joke because I was like, wait, it has a touchscreen? And you were like, come on, John, like, where, where have you been? But I was at work, so I wasn't watching the event. And how could a Surface device not have a touchscreen when I, when I look back at that, that statement right. of mine? But it's because that screen is so thin. You know, like the Surface Book has that weight, you know, that thickness to the screen. Of course, when you think about it, it's because all the computer's there. That's why it's so thick. But, you know, there are some devices with really thin touchscreens, but there aren't that many of them, right? So, and that's why I was like, when I saw people writing on it with the pen, I'm like, wow, that's, like, that's impressive that they have that screen in there, in that thin of a device. I just don't know I, if it's really meant for for things like the stylus, I think it's just one of those things like it's the same pixel sense display in the surface book. At least that's what we're guessing, right? It's the same size. Mm-hmm. Um, they probably, it probably helps with the cost that they're reusing a technology from, from a prior year's model. And it's a great screen. So there's nothing wrong with it, but I think the pen is just like an extra bonus, right? I mean, like if you bought this, would you, well, you already have a pen maybe, but you wouldn't purchase a pen for this. Would you? If it came with one, I would lose it. Right. If it didn't, I wouldn't buy it. Yeah, same here. Yeah. But I've never been a big pen guy. I would use touch. Oh, yeah. I, mean, I absolutely would use touch on it. I agree. Um, yes, and it's. I, I think the weight of the device is it's a little more top-heavy because it is. it had to be worked into a to be a touchscreen. Whereas you look at you know any MacBook today going back several years, I mean, it's a very thin display screen on the top yeah. of the clamshell and that's how they they can obviously get that weight distribution to be you know perfect on uh, lifting the lid closing the lid and the lapability quote unquote factor which is not a huge thing for me i i honestly was fine when i was running surface pro 3 i i had no problems throwing it 
um, on my lap. You know, guys are different though, because guys can cross and uncross their legs in a certain fashion where they can put a laptop right there, especially if you cross your legs. You can put that laptop in that space that you have there and and just start working away. And you can adjust everything around there to make it, you know, where it's going to work. And, you know, maybe Mary Jo can't do that. So I get it. I get it. And especially with it looks like it does have a little weight factor with that screen that could, well, I mean, we saw it. We saw it in the demo. And I took I took notes on it when Panos was doing his demonstration and he wanted to circle something and write something. You know, he's, he was a left-hander and the first thing he did was he grabbed the screen with his right hand, which probably we're all going to do anyway. Doesn't matter if it's an HP or a Dell or Surface Book or Surface Laptop. So I'm not dinging him on doing that. But I did notice how much play it had back and forth. And then I started watching a lot of videos on it. As, you know, as much as I could consume. Mm-hmm. And it does. It has a lot of play on it. Yeah. But for touch, for I can see scrolling and pinching to zoom, right? Um, hit and play on a video. You know, full screen on a video. Right. Up, up down, scroll with your left hand while yeah. your right is on the um, on the touchpad. Yep. And I think I think John, to my last point, where I think that is a bigger deal to press and to non-touch users. Hey, look at the wobble. Hey, look at the screen move. Yeah. I don't use touch because I don't. You know, insert excuse here. And I think the folks like like us who have used Surface in the past, Surface Book, touch laptops, it's not a big deal. I mean, it's not a big deal to me. Right? Sure. Yeah, and most people that have an iPad in a smart cover or case, it's going to wobble. Maybe not as much because they tend to be smaller. An iPad mini, you know, a 9.7 iPad, you know, maybe it's not too bad. But I think it depends on the case, on the Surface. Like you said, using it in a lap. Um I don't think I ever had a laptop that I thought had great lapability, but <laughs> I'm a big guy. You know, it could be the way that I sit. Um, I've never really owned a 15-inch laptop, at least in recent years. I've always thought about trying one again because I thought maybe that width would be much better for my lap. But n- nine times out of ten, I'm 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 going to be at a desk or a table uh, or couch. You and I talk about using the the arm of a couch, right? Mm-hmm. Especially with the Surface. That's why we liked when Surface added the, you know. The, the 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 stand that could go in as many angles as you wanted to, right? Because you could get it at just the right angle, you know, that you needed to. But right. Uh, but I would assume this works just as well as like a a MacBook Pro or a non uh, convertible HP Spectre, right? Or well, that was one non- of the things, right? We everybody assumed this is an EDU event. Microsoft has its crosshairs pointed directly. Who? At Google. Because the Chromebook has kind of been winning in the classroom. Now, that is definitely not the case in the school system that I am in. The school system that I am in is one device per student, and they're all iPads. Yeah. And they're all school-issued iPads. It's not parent-issued. You have to rent them, or you can BYO. But if you BYO, it has to be, uh, I think this year, iPad 2 was able, but next year, iPad 2 is out the door. It has to be iPad 3 and up. Wow. So, yeah, I don't get that. I can't imagine how many laptops it it would take to run a school district. It would be, it's unimaginable to me, honestly. But, well... Well, I was just going to say, I, I think it's, you know, everyone says this is like their Chromebook, uh-huh. but it's $1,000. There's like two Chromebooks that are that much. Yeah. This is really going after the MacBook Air, yeah. right? And the Absolutely. MacBook. I, I agree. I totally yeah. agree. I wrote a, 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 a funny post. I, I kept thinking about it all day long. And I was seeing this cartoon, these cartoon squares in my head. And the MacBook and the, and the Chromebook are like over here. And here comes the Surface Laptop, 
and it aims and it fires and it misses the Chromebook and it wallops the uh <laughs> it wallops <laughs> the, MacBook. the MacBook Air or, yeah. or the MacBook and the Chromebook's like ha 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 and then around the corner comes Acer, HP and Dell and then uh-huh. they blow away the Chromebook. I just I don't know. I saw a little laptop cartoon in my head because I think that's what's going to happen, right? But yeah, they came out swinging for Apple, which I thought was funny. But they did. I can't remember who said it. Maybe it was Panos. They someone did say Chromebook in in the presentation. I'll have to rewind that and find it. It, but. it might had to do when they said they made sure the G Suite functions properly in Edge. So I'm not sure if that's when Chromebook was mentioned. I don't know if you caught that part. It could since, be. Yes, you're right. That was an important. Schools that use the G Suite, uh, they made sure that all those apps run an edge since you can't run Chrome. So. Right. <laughs> right. Absolutely. Which is important. But yeah, I didn't see. And the price points, right? I mean, this is not a Chromebook price point. Maybe education. I'm assuming that 999 model is what they're targeting. Um, let's say for back to school season, well, is there time enough for that to get a drop at least on sale? Right. Could that be like a hundred dollars off for the back to school sale at the Microsoft store? Uh, student discounts, but, 10%, right? Right. So it, that's a hundred dollars, right? And yeah. let's say they even throw in another hundred or fifty dollars off, but, uh, it includes office for a year. Right. But I, you know, I think it's those other devices that were announced and not really talked about. There was a $200 one and a $400 one, right? Those are the real Chromebooks. Alternatives, I yeah. think. I think there were Acers, right? I'm not sure if there's another one in there. Maybe yeah, this was but. clearly Surface Laptop is meant to open the door for the OEMs. Because a lot of people, even on Apple "quote unquote" focused podcasts, talk about the Surface Studio. You know, absolutely. And even though that's even Enviously though that's talking, yeah, that's not a perfect product, right? But the thought, the idea of it is, you know, and um, I think. I think this is now, you know, I would, I don't have a laptop right now, but I would seriously consider this, you know, before I spent even more money on a MacBook because the MacBooks are more expensive, Uh, which I guess now isn't a surprise. But before it was like, well, component for component, if you spec a Windows laptop the same, it's not, you know, we were trying to say it's not really different anymore. But no, this is clearly at least $200 cheaper. but the screen's a little bit larger. The processor's newer. Um, so, uh, you know, I, I, I think it's going to be interesting to see how many of these really do start to pop up on college campuses in, in Starbucks and, you know, places like that. But not this year. I think they're showing up, honestly, in boardrooms, meeting rooms, IT department, laptops, sales guys buying them. I, I honestly think that's where these things are going now. Well, I would certainly would love it if, if my company, a small company, or my prior company, a larger company, instead of doing contracts with Dell and Lenovo, did this. But I'm sh- I don't know how service and support would work on a Surface product. You know, yeah. Can they get that Surface assurance plan and just send them back to Microsoft and get them swapped out quick? Then I would think so. But but you're just saying like the 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 IT pros or IT professionals and, and like the knowledge workers that were buying MacBooks, you know, will now potentially be buying Surface laptops. Correct. And I, I think I think it's an open door for these college kids that, you know, go back to school. You know, these high school kids that graduate, they get a little money. You know, they've got around a thousand bucks for a laptop and they have to make that decision. You know, am I going to buy the lowest of low end MacBooks with a Core M processor for my 10 Benjamins or do I get, you know, an Intel Core i5 with free office? I I think that's going to be a great way to position that device, but I just don't know how much how much it's going to take off this school year. Well, yeah, and remember for 9.99, Apple's selling the MacBook Air, not the new MacBook yet. So Ooh, okay, th- yeah. So that's a that's an easy call, right? <laughs> right. Um, I mean, there's <laughs> how would you look at those? How would you look at the new Surface Book laptop? Well, and my point, and a MacBook is, Air. My my unstated point there was the thousand dollars doesn't buy a whole lot in the in the Apple store. No, 
And compared to this one, you know, enviability, is that a a word, right? Mm -hmm. Because people buy MacBooks because they're cool, they're in, right? They're they're beautiful, quote unquote. But now there's this other device and it's got colors and it's sort of the same enviable device, but it's it's a little cheaper because you can't get a MacBook Pro, the new one with the touch bar for like 16, right? Yeah, and even even without, it's still fourteen ninety nine. Okay, yeah, so it's still yeah, two hundred dollars more. Still, and it's like a two two generation old processor or something like that. Not that the kids are going to know, but yeah, um, I mean they're going to know the Intel thing. I hope, yeah. God, I hope they're going to yeah. not compare it to, you know, the MacBook. But who knows? Who knows? I, I, I yeah. don't know these kids these days. But that leads me to the point where I nearly peed myself during the presentation. One, because it was two hours in. Um, (laughs) Secondly, they ran the video and there was that Intel branded Core i7 part that had the light, you know, going over it. Mm -hmm. And it's clearly, you could see the Core i7 processor. And I was like, oh, that is so awesome. So awesome. It's a Core i series. They're not shoving in some piece of crap M, Atom, Celeron, insert crappy processor here. Right. It's a Core i series. Yeah. Yeah, it's the U, not the Y. So. Right. I mean, it's still a mobile processor, but. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm, I'm really curious in the i7 because it has the, I'll get the name wrong, the Intel Iris Plus graphics. Um, I think you got it, Intel which I had to, Plus. Which I had to look up. And it stated that it could be comparable to an NVIDIA 920. Okay. Uh, like mobile. Uh, but that's like a dedicated GPU, right? If that's true, I mean, that's that's pretty impressive. Um, Apple's not even shipping that caliber of, of uh, integrated chips yet. Mm-hmm. So... Um, I was also thinking too that if someone wanted to play a certain level of games, you know, obviously not the current uh, crop of AAA games, but uh, it's 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 just sort of nice to see that there is that option. Yeah, and it's nice to see that there's a two different options, right? The Core i5 is going to come with the Intel HD six twenty, and yep. the Core i7 is going to come with the uh, the plus six forty. So yeah, what what a great what a great uh, position to be in if you're looking for that laptop. And you and I were talking today, and I was sort of lamenting the fact I've 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 done this internally to myself. You're the first person I ever told that I'm so tired of myself settling for the device that I can afford at that moment. Right. That's why I have not purchased this laptop because I would buy the 999 one. And what I really need is I need that bigger device. I need eight gigs of RAM. I need a core i7 processor. I need a better video coprocessor. I need a lot more storage. And I I don't know. I was I was satisfied with Microsoft where they were showing me what they're putting out. They they gave right. me options. Right, and honestly, it didn't really break the bank moving up to the next edition of prices. We'll, we we can go over prices later, but I was real happy to see that. Yeah, yeah, we we can talk later because one of my um, annoyances is the lineup, the price points, and the sacrifices you have to make right. <laughs> all across the board. We'll configure and, one. We'll we'll conf- yeah. each configure. Our dream sure. device, and then we'll just yeah. check out at the same time. Okay. Right. Okay. So it does have a uh, front-facing camera, which I was interested in, and I didn't catch in the in the, uh, the the presentation. But it is a Windows Hello mm-hmm. Face sign-in camera. Which now see that that I did know. That's why I was surprised when you tweeted that. I'm like, well, that's something I do know. I didn't yeah, know about. I, the touch I screen, truly didn't. <laughs> Plus, I was just trying to get a reply from Paul and yeah. Mary Joe during. Uh, yeah during their podcast. But, um, yeah, so uh, the speakers come up under the keys. That's in my best Johnny Ive whispery voice. I can tell you you it works. Did you ever have that Toshiba Chromebook 2? 
I don't remember if you ever tried one of those, but it had, no. you know, it's a cheap, well, r- relatively $300 class laptop. It had skull candy sound, but it came up through the speakers okay. and uh, it was really nice. Okay. It, so, like, it's it makes sense, you know. And then since they're in my life. Oh, yeah. And yes. since they're using a special keyboard, which we really haven't talked about yet, but it, it allows for more sound to right. travel through it. So, Okay, we can talk special keyboard because that's, that's a positive. But mm-hmm. I want to talk, talk negative first. Okay. And I was banging away at the keyboard on this, and I'm just going to say one word, ports. <laughs> and I tweeted. I was like, Panos, give me ports. Well, yeah. What the... What the I, heck, man? I don't understand, John. And it, no. it has to be some type of engineering thing. Well, and before you go there, do, do, you do know what was shown in the videos, right? What? You know how they showed like an engineering video? Yes. Oh, they yeah, showed, absolutely. No, yeah, go ahead. Okay. Bring okay. it on. They showed a Surface Book. Uh, no, sorry, a Surface Laptop. Looks exactly the same, except on one side... And I believe it was the right side where now the Surface connector is, two USB-C ports. Yes. <laughs> okay. Now, I have heard conflicting reports about this where oh, okay. it is possible that there were some pushback from OEMs where I can see this. I can see the advocates for HP, Dell, and whoever, Acer, saying, look... If you put those on there, we're never going to sell a unit, right? But if you don't, we can put those ports on our devices and we can move units. And it's it's relatively believable, and I can see Microsoft doing that. Does that... No. Um, no? Okay. I, okay, first of all, <laughs> to the general population... Mm-hmm doesn't matter they normally do not like change do you remember the uproar when apple went from 30 pen to lightning right <laughs> you know it's like a 10 year old adapter this is different, John. that, that never think... worked now well, hold on just wait i'm just saying okay. for normal people you... they want to they want to plug in their phone mm-hmm. right to charge it or a camera well it's probably less or a camera or maybe a printer or a mouse um, a usb stick so those are good examples all those are USB A. So the best choice that they made was leaving a USB A in there, right? I think we all agree to that. Mm-hmm. But I think they should have realized that by putting in USB C, they could have done so many more things with it. And also, they they could have sold more adapters because some people are just going to use their leftover DisplayPort adapters from prior sur- Surface purchases, right? But instead, they and also I think DisplayPort isn't as advanced as USB C in, in some regards, but it's like they all they had to do is put one. They just had to put one USB-C port, and it didn't matter where they put it or what side. Um, the only thing I thought of was that maybe they wanted to shy away from using it as charging right now because it's still very unstable. Uh, if you accidentally put your used your phone USB-C charger because you get the new Galaxy S8 to charge your Surface laptop, you could run into a problem. And I don't know if they just wanted to protect that. Or they wanted to recoup money that they invested in the Surface Dock, the, the new one, yeah. right? Um, and did they do they feel that they promised once that all of these accessories are going to be compatible, and they kind of wanted to keep that ball rolling? Um, and the only other thing I heard was the chipset to power Thunderbolt three, which is what everyone also really wants, is larger, is hotter, and they just did not really have the space for that. And it's it's possible, but. Out of all the ones that we've brought up about why it's there and why it's not there, yeah. I do believe it comes down to the dock. I think I, I think that's it. Microsoft you could, always promised that the dock yeah. would be fluid through you know X yeah. number of devices, right? Yeah. And then they've changed it and changed it and changed it. And finally, they've got this one. It's got the Surface Connector. It connects... It gives you all the ports that you need, right? Because you could buy what basically is a Surface Dock on Amazon, the USB-C, you know, generic anchors for that, for anywhere between $30 to $100, right? Which is half the price or a third of the price of Microsoft's solution. Mm-hmm. Um, now, of course, I don't want USB-C because I would love even Apple to switch to USB-C, right? Because I want it everywhere. 
I have a I have a Nintendo Switch that I love. That's USB C. I wish my phone and tablet were USB C. I wish I liked when I had my MacBook because that was USB C. Um, so th- I mean that's the future, right? Um, but I have I have a phone. It that's it. So yeah. I I'm kind of eh, in that camp. I don't really care. Yeah, I'm I'm the schmuck that always wants the 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 card slot. I just want a card slot where I can stick in. <laughs> The camera I love the video reviews where people thought that's what that was. Did you watch any of those? Yes. They're like, this is the SD card slot. I'm like, I haven't seen an SD card that wide since uh, Compact yeah, Black. That's no, okay. it's not. <laughs> Trust me, it's not. I do like that. And I know that's fairly old school. And people are going to say, just get your dongle, Dave. Well, I don't want to. Nope. So that's fine. I, I can live with that. I would like uh, a little bit more USB, but... Uh, at least that's a, a three dot Um, I don't see anything else to touch upon. Uh, you know, it's got the claim of fourteen and a half hours video pl- video playback. Well, that's easy to claim because you're locking your users into using Microsoft Edge. That yeah, that's gonna <laughs> that that little saying right there steers the conversation to Edge. Yeah, and Windows 10 S, and I, actually, I just want to just grab the wheel and bring it back onto the okay. tracks, okay. and just keep going on the hardware because okay. yeah, we need that's a complete. We'll do it. We'll do a separate episode. Right, graphite gold colors availability. That's that's something to talk about. Um, I, the, well, now I'm used to this Microsoft. They basically make you wait a month, right? That's you know four for to six stuff. weeks. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The Core i5. Can you buy a Core i7 right now? Yeah. Or is it typically like no, nope. like the same date. Surface. Same date. Yeah. Okay. And I, I will add. So uh, the Microsoft Store is selling them. Um, you can also order at Best Buy, and they include a fifty dollars gift card to Best Buy. So if you want any accessories, wow. I'd buy it from Best Buy. You can get the gift card and then go get another adapter or put it towards a dock or mm-hmm. something. So that's a good deal. Um, B&H Photo has them, but they don't have the colors. They just have platinum, and you don't have to pay tax if you're outside of New York there. So that's another good option. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure others will start adding it. As, Amazon you know, has it. Of course, oh, Microsoft do okay. Store Online has it. Yeah. And I think if you want to buy it now, you go to my site and you oh, click on my link yeah. and buy it. That's yeah. the only way to buy it. Oh, yeah. That way I can afford one someday in the future. Maybe that's the goal of the Reset listeners, to buy enough that you can get one. Exactly. Please, help a brother out. Uh, what else, John? What else? Should we just touch on the, the mouse? You know what? I was going to say yes. We okay. should touch on the mouse. No pun intended. That was really good, John. Really good. Now, am I to assume that it's going to be kind of in the fashion of the old Apple mouses that the mousing surface where I can flick back and forth. I like how you say it's old. Like they just updated it. It's still the current shipping mouse. This is the magic mouse too <laughs> that I could never mouse. learn how to use. Okay. Like you know my what? fingers. Just I did have not a magic mouse and it's He's the old it up, one folks. from like yeah. 2010. Yeah. But Hey, I gotta say it's still running. Yeah. It's yeah. still running. And I don't have to turn it over, turn turn the poor thing over to charge it like a dead beetle. It's so sacrilege. But okay, the Surface Mouse. Well, it's the it's the it's the new Arc Touch Mouse. The new correct? Arc Touch Mouse for Surface. I don't Not know. Not bad what for it's an called. Apple guy. Yeah. But um, it intrigues me because yeah. I do think one of the things I like is the about the the Apple mousing hardware is. The fluid flicking of scroll bar up and down. Mm-hmm. I I just I don't know how I have not worn a hole in this mouse from doing that. But also I can two finger swipe mm-hmm. if I need to move over, or I'm scrubbing through audio or scrubbing through video if it supports that, which a lot of the Apple apps do. Some like Audacity doesn't, which drives me crazy because that's what I mix audio in, and I like to scrub back and forth with the audio and have it move over the. Um, the playhead and that's 
that's super handy. I don't want to reach up on my magic touch bar or whatever that thing's called and do it like that. I like to keep the hand on the mouse. So I'm assuming this new Microsoft mouse will do that. Doesn't it look like that? Oh, yeah. No, it does. Okay. It's a fully touch surface. Full touch surface, I guess, is the only way I can think to describe it. I found a problem with it, John. It costs a lot of money. It's, well, have you ever owned one of these Arc Touch? I yeah, I have two. Yeah, I have two. Well, do you know the the, the other benefit is you know how it kind of clicks the goes, ones brrr, we have. Yeah, right. So now it doesn't click anymore because okay. it's just one smooth bump. So you can you're, you're really paying for that lack of. Would you click, think if I yes. take them and to the store and see if I can trade them in? Yeah. No. That, how how much are they by the way? 80? These are seventy nine ninety nine. Yeah. That's that sounds reasonable, I know, Dave. I mean, this is the new premium world that we live in. That's that's almost a step up to, you know, more SSD storage. So, that's, that's <laughs> not at Microsoft's prices. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't get that. <laughs> Aye, but I don't know. Eighty bucks is expensive for a mouse, and I know. I agree. It, well, and honestly, I'm I I have faith that the tr- that the trackpad on this is going to be excellent. So I don't think I would need it, but. I just like it that it kind of matches it, and they came up with something new. And some people prefer mice, right? So, mm-hmm. all right. So let's configure one. All I've right. got the configurator in front of me, and I know I know uh, you've got a, a different device there. But so I'm just going to go through. Let's let's say I follow my own advice, okay, and do not settle with the Core i5. Had I had this been two years ago as a Surface Geek when I bought everything Microsoft came out with? Just remember that, Microsoft people. Everything you came out with, I bought. Um, I would have I would have got the 128 gig Core i5, four gigs of RAM for 9.99, and I got it shipped June 15th. I would, John. I would. I did that with everything. Four gigs of RAM. Thanks. I know. It's pathetic. I'm not settling anymore. I'm okay. saving. Okay. I'm going to go ahead and click over on Core i7. So 4 gigs of RAM, 128 gigs of storage. It's, it's out. So next I get 8 gigs of RAM, 256 gigs of storage, which I think that's the good comfortable spot for me. I don't know if I need 512. The laptop I'm in today is 8 gig, 256 gig. I'm very happy with that. I wish it was an i7. But I'm very happy with that. But, John, that's $1,599. $1,600. I would hate to know what the uh, comparable MacBook Pro costs. It's probably um, over two. It's $1,499 plus another like 300 for the i7, I think. I could be wrong, but it's about $1,799. I think it's, it's price price equal or what we call it price parity price so price you, parity yeah yeah did you Go want to hear my, I'm gonna, my story i'm gonna okay. make i'm gonna make a macbook pro okay so can i talk about what surface i would get yes please and why okay so originally i was like i have to have the blue one and i have to have eight gigs which is perfect because if you want a color which i think we should talk about you could only get one configuration i5 eight gigs 256 yeah if you want to color. Why is that? Obviously, it's to control cost. They think that's going to be the most popular uh, SKU, but I think they should have done one i5 and one i7, right? I mean, it's just crazy. They should that, have did an i7. Yeah, that I agree. You, you can't do that. Um, or I guess they didn't want to limit people out, but at this point, I think they just should have done the i7 in colors. If they were just going to do one, I think they should have just done the $1599. Yeah, I, I don't know why colors. they wouldn't have put the premium yeah. device as colors because right. everybody's going to want a color. Right. Or even just two colors, like something here. But so in any event, that was my first option. I know we don't want to go into software, but I have to throw this out there. Okay. I'm an Office 365 user, but it's a business account. My company provides it to me. That Office version that is now going to be wrapped up in the Windows Store, uh, it's not classic, but what's the word for it? But you know what I mean. It's full so office. Many of it, yeah. It's it's full office coming to the Windows Store. Mm-hmm. Does not work with business Office three sixty five accounts. It only works with edu- with with the education accounts. That's it. So therefore, I can't run Windows ten s. I would have to upgrade to Pro. 
if I'm going to have a pro machine, Dave, I'm going with you. I might as well get the i7. Right. So I would also get your configuration, the Platinum i7, 8 gigs, 256. Because at least I could game on it then. <laughs> Not crazy games, but I could probably download some some Steam games, right? Uh, and have some fun with those like $20-ish. Right. Yeah, I wouldn't Steam game games. on it at all. Yeah. Okay, MacBook Pro, Space Gray, 13-inch, the base device with 8 gigs of RAM, 256... Yeah i5 sd is an i5 at yeah. 1799 so they're 100 dollars lower well you are looking at the touch bar model it is a touch bar to so okay but, yeah. i'll go back thank you but to, to go i7 you have to add 300 bucks so yeah, you're that's what i thought you're 21 all right let's go back because let's be honest there's no reason to buy the touch bar model there's and no reason for those who don't bar. know i i had a 13 inch non-touch bar model it had extremely long battery life, which was great. It had an i5 and 8 gigs of RAM. It was fine. Okay. Um, I agree. Had There's two USB no supports. reason to buy the touch bar. Yeah. And so, if we if we want to look at the comparable life of batteries, we should use that model too. So. Okay. So 8 gig, 128. I don't see Really? Any, I don't see It only had 128? Okay. Capacity. Oh, here we go. I can upgrade it once you get past. So the base is 1299. I'll go to 256, adds Two hundred dollars. So I'm now at fourteen ninety nine. Now, if I scroll up and go, you're not you're not looking at the right model, Dave. Core i seven, yeah. Customize your thirteen inch MacBook Pro Silver. Well, okay. Yeah. I didn't know it started that low at twelve ninety nine. Yeah, it's down. It's down. You have to scroll down, right? No, so that's s- the old MacBook. That's not the right MacBook. What? Hang on. Yeah. No, you went to the old, like, the previous gen. Yeah, yeah. Come on, Dave. <laughs> oh, you're killing me. Look at the 1499 MacBook. Okay, the 1499. Oh, yeah, I went down we a year, didn't I? Yeah, yeah you did, Dave. I'm like, what are you looking at? <laughs> okay. Okay, so it starts at 1499. Looky there. Yeah. If you add... i7, just add that. Yes. i7 is another... $300. Yeah. So Look at that. So it's more expensive. 1800 bucks. Yeah. Definitely more expensive. And the smaller screen. And we haven't talked a lot about the keyboard, Dave, but that's to me one of the most compelling features about it. I can't wait to get my hands on that. Well, I mean, that's a feature people are going to love or hate, yeah. right? Yeah. It's, it's, a, oh, it's a compelling feature about the device. And I thought about it this morning because I lifted up my lap book, my laptop. I placed my hands on the cold, dead slab of aluminum. Mm-hmm. And I thought, oh, wouldn't this be so refreshing if it was Alcantara under my hands uh-huh. right now and not a 30-degree piece of uh, aluminum? Yep. And I, it, isn't it weird that Apple, of all companies, who likes to play with new materials, people might not know this, but they play with ceramics, stainless steel, aluminum, hasn't and oh and, and the watch bands right how many different watch band materials do they have right. I don't even know. Mm-hmm. they don't want to do this they don't want to try leather or fabric or nylon or microsoft is the one to do this like i wanted to get that surface pro 4 that was on sale for the holidays because it came with this type of keyboard i mm-hmm. can't say that word alicantra whatever it is right. do you remember that bundle it was like 9.99 oh, yeah, absolutely. absolutely yeah i wanted to get that bundle just because i wanted this keyboard I tell because, you because what, I think it looks cool. I have been inside, I think it's building 87. I can't remember. But it's the the building where they design surfaces. And they've got CNC machines and laser printers. And, and when I was invited in this building and I went into it, there's this room with just fabrics everywhere. I mean, it looks like one of those fabric stores, right? There's just belts and belts and hanging rolls of different type of textured type fabrics it's i don't even know how to say it it's just it was wild and 3d printers and cnc machines and people just hammering away on stuff and the cool thing was is they would cover up some things when i went through so you couldn't see them i went into the i don't know how to say it the anno echoic the quiet chamber. I don't know. The anoechoic chamber where they tested for noise and, and anything that give 
gave off extra noise and stuff, which actually was the creepiest room I've ever been into in my entire life. I just, I, I, I had to get out of it. It was so creepy not being able to hear, like, normal talking. It was so weird. But I've been there, and these guys, they, this is their thing. Fabrics, materials, design. It's it's impressive to see, this is Microsoft? This looks, I should, this is not Cupertino? These yeah. are, you know? No, these are guys, these are guys are thinking well out of the box with fibers like Alcantara. And it's a relatively small team, right? It's gotten smaller over the years. It's not like it's gotten larger. I think some of the core engineers, like the guys that are truly, I should, shouldn't say guys because guys and gals that are truly engineering are a small team. I, small is relative. I think this is a re- rather large team, honestly. I think it has grown, especially under Panos's uh, direction. But th- there's a lot of people behind this product. A lot of people, and I see you see some of those out front, right? But yeah, it, it's impressive. I I always try to mention Surface Team, and I don't know if they see it or not. But you know, I just try to you know pat them on the back. They they did a good job. This is uh, they did excellent work. Okay, so I'm closing that Apple site, and I've got my, I closed the Microsoft site too. It just makes me sad because I can't hit checkout. I would like, I would like to own it. So what I want to do, John, and I haven't, I haven't necessarily heard, I heard a little rumbling of maybe these are in certain Microsoft stores already. Mm-hmm. Have you heard anything? Nice. No, I'm waiting for you or Darren, especially Darren, because he lives in New York City. So we would assume that he would see them first um, at the flagship Microsoft store. Is, is that the flagship store? Or is there one in Redmond that's considered the flagship store? I don't know how that works. But. Yeah, the Redmond one is nothing special. It's just in a right. mall. But the one in New York City is, what, two or three stories, I think? So yeah, I, I would think that would be deemed a flagship store. Yeah. Usually I find that after this announcement like that, Either you hear them say, hey, go to your Microsoft store and get hands-on you know, tomorrow, the next day. Yeah. Or it's somewhere around like Friday, Saturday. That's what I'm thinking. It was Friday last office. time when the, yeah. first, when the Surface 3 came out. I think that weekend we hit the store up. Yeah, so you can go and, and play with it. And I, I, I plan on doing that yeah. with this one. I really want to really get a good feel for that. I think it would be a good device for my, uh, for my wife. I think... She's using a yoga right now, and uh, it's just, it's a beast. It needs to go away. But I don't know if I'm going to be able to convince her to spend a grand to buy the hardware, but we'll see. Please, please have her spend the twelve ninety nine. Yeah. <laughs> don't get her the 4K model. Yeah. She needs the burgundy model. She does. She, the gold. she does yeah. need the RAM. She does yeah. definitely need the RAM, and I think she would like that burgundy model. Um, real quick, any concerns about heat and fan? Noise on the okay, i7. Well, okay, you're going to open that box. We might as well talk concerns because I already have concerns. Because, <laughs> you know, Microsoft has not been perfect in their hardware releases, right? There's always been, you know, wait for this firmware update, yeah. Wi Fi issue, oh. power issues, hot yeah. bagging. You know, I hope to God that they finally have figured this out, John, right? We're going to launch a laptop and, hey, what do you know? It's going to work. So I think I, agree. I think it will. So first of all, same screen as last year's Surface Book, right? Is the Surface Book even older than that? It's a year last. Okay. Right? Just a year? Okay. But a year not- let's say, yeah. No, it's, it's, okay, just go. Go ahead. Okay, but let's say it's about a year old. So a screen from a year old, no USB-C. Um, they are new chips, right? But other manufacturers have been shipping these chips. And I haven't heard of any big issues with, with KB Lake, right? These are KB Lake chip, chips. Right. Maybe the GPU on the i7 is new. Um, let's hope the Wi-Fi isn't a new chipset. That would, that would have been silly. And if it is, hopefully it's just the next version of the same Intel chipset. I assume they use Intel chipsets. I could be wrong, though. You can correct me if you know better. Um, 
Oh, there isn't anything that detaches, right? Remember, when sometimes you have to detach, attach the keyboard. Correct. Or something would happen when you detach the Surface Book from the base. Um, the Surface Book's complicated, right? Because you could have the, the dedicated GPU in the base. Um, there was extra battery in the base. Way you know, complicated. All of that goes away, yeah. Um, Way complicated. And before people yell at, yell at us, and I know they're already yelling at us, it was yeah, 2015. That's I knew it I was already a year old, yeah. right? And that's right. what I'm trying to say. Like, this screen has now gone through a few, probably a few revisions on the inside. Right. Over the time, over the life of the Surface Book, because they still sell the Surface Book. Um, and it makes you wonder why that this laptop wasn't released first, right? Well, Considering I, the complications in the in the Surface Book, yeah, with the discrete GPU, right. yeah. See, I I always <laughs> said that I had the one working Surface Book <laughs> because it did not have a discrete GPU. And everything worked fine. The Wi-Fi worked fine. It did disconnect me every once in a while. But it, it was livable. And then they they released that firmware update to fix all the Surface Books with the discrete GPU issues. And then mine started acting up after uh-huh. that one. And then I would lose... I would be watching a YouTube video and the Wi-Fi would just turn off. Wow. And the only way I could fix it was to be to reboot. And I knew I was like I had the only working surface book in the world and I flashed it with that update and it broke it. So yeah, I did come to a yeah, one of those come to Jesus meetings with my surface book and nearly it nearly flew out into the lake. Wow. But it didn't. I sold it instead. But But I brought up the fans and heat because remember the Surface Pro three? There was the I three model that we fell in love with? Yes. Because we don't want to hear fans going constantly. And I took it back, yes, yeah. because it wouldn't podcast. Yeah. And I got yelled at, yes. But you ended up with an i3, right? I went back and got the i5. Oh, I didn't, I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. wow. I went back and got the i5. Didn't I? Okay. Or did I get the i3? I think we were i3s, man. I, th- I did. I, get, I got yeah. the i3. I, what I did is I figured out that... I could not work it like it was a desktop. Yeah. And I was expecting it to be my desktop because Surface Pro 2 was my desktop. Yeah, and that's right. You were putting things in the dock all the time and correct. had it run all the time. And, and it would yeah. I could hammer it. Yeah. I mean, granted, the fan would spin up and it would burn your fingers if you touched it. But it did it. It did what you asked it to do, whereas Surface Pro 3 would not. So I think... Yes, John, I, I purchased Surface Pro 3 i5. I ended up taking it back, and then I couldn't stand it any longer, and I went back and bought the i3, yep. and it was fine. Once I allowed it to be the device that it was supposed to be, a portable, and not my desktop, which was, was kind of on me, honestly, but there yep. were some issues about throttling, yeah. Well, I guess we'll have to see. I'm assuming we'll get uh, some reviews out maybe two weeks out, a week out or so from launch. You know what we'll have to do is we'll have to get Darren back. We'll get the band back together. Sounds good. As soon as he gets his laptop, we'll get the band back together. We'll do a gig and we'll do reset. Sound good? Sounds good. All right. Well, I'm sure we missed something. So maybe we can uh, we can get back together here in the near future. We can talk about Windows 10s. Hey, by the way, there's a new Windows. All kinds of new educational stuff. But again, I I see the piece of cake sitting in front of me. I'm not going for the pasta. I'm, I'm eating the cake. So hope you enjoyed it, everybody. It's been Reset 23. Thanks very much to Mr. John Wiskowski. And we'll see you here next week. Bye. That hasn't happened in a while. Yeah. You're going to have to edit now. Yeah, I definitely have to edit now. This has been Reset, a member of the Geeks Network. Check out thegeeksnetwork.com for more great podcasts and forums. Reset can be found at mccabe.io, youtube.com slash David McCabe for the videos, and on Twitter at McCabe.io. 
Intro and outro music by Daryl Lee. Find Daryl Lee at soundcloud.com. Daryl Lee Music. That's D-E-R-L-E-E Music. Support of this podcast can be done at patreon.com slash McCabe. And if you wouldn't mind, throw a couple stars out there on iTunes if you get a chance to. Thank you for supporting, and I'll see you next week on Reset. Reset.